Welcome to today's episode of Wild Wednesday's Questions and Answers. I am Danelle and I greet you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Now today we are also um, ending off season four, can you believe it? Um, time has gone by so quickly, so this is episode 12 of season four. And today we're going to take a look at um, the question... Does the Bible teach that the earth is round or flat? Now, um, the Christian faith recognizes the Bible above all other sources of knowledge as the inspired word of God. Teaching that contradicts the Bible is false by definition. On the other hand, the Bible is not the sole source of knowledge in creation. For example, the Bible does not attempt to teach mathematics chemistry, biology, or many other areas of knowledge that are self-evidently true despite being absent in God's word. Therefore, we cannot become blind to obvious truths of nature, nor should we dismiss or ignore extra-biblical sources of truth so long as they do not contradict scripture. In the case of the earth's shape, scripture never explicitly states that the shape of our planet nor does the Bible propose to teach the physical design of earth explicitly at any point, but it does confirm around earth implicitly in various places. For example, the creation account in Genesis 1 says that the earth began as water only, and water suspended in space always takes the form of a sphere due to the surface tensions of water molecules. Furthermore, when dry land appeared, Genesis 1 describes all the land as existing in one place. In Genesis 1 verse 9, while all waters are gathered likewise, geometrically this can only happen on a sphere and therefore Genesis 1 implies around earth. Nevertheless, the Bible is not our only or even our best source of information on the shape of the planet. Science long ago confirmed the spherical shape of the earth. As early as the 6th century BC, men had mathematically proofs demonstrating the earth is spherical in shape. In the following centuries, many scientists have devised simple experiments validating the earth is a sphere and more recently high-altitude aircraft, satellites orbiting our planet and manned space travel have confirmed those earlier findings. Even our own observations from the ground confirm the earth to be a sphere. When standing on the shore looking out on the horizon, the curvature of the earth cuts off the bottom of ships in the distance. Now let's take a look at some of the scriptures the flat earthers use to um, state their view. Okay, so Revelation 7 verse 1 says, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth. In writing this, the Apostle John was using idiomatic language, the four corners of the earth. This refers to every distant location. We use the same idiom today. For example, when we speak of Olympic athletes coming from the four corners of the earth to compete in the games, we mean they are coming from all over the world. The book of Revelation is full of non-literal descriptions and symbolic language. To press Revelation 7 verse 1 into a hyper-literal interpretation makes no sense. 
John simply says that at one point during the tribulation, God will cause all wind to stop blowing. The four corners encompass the cardinal directions, north, south, east and west. All wind will cease at God's command. Psalm 75 verse 3 quotes God saying, When the earth and all its people quake, it is I who hold its pillars firm. Other passages also refer to the earth's pillars, such as 1 Samuel 2 verse 8, but in no case should the language be taken literally. The book of Psalms and Hannah's song in 1 Samuel 2 are poetry. The writers liken the founding of the earth to be constructing of a house, and their descriptions are comparative, for example, metaphorical, not literal. The point is not that the earth is flat, but that the earth belongs to God. It is His construction and He guarantees its stability. God's pillars will not move and His roof will not cave in. Even when the moral order of the world seems to have crumbled and people are overcome with fear, God will not fully withdraw His sustaining power. But what about the um, Bible's reference to the ends of the earth in Deuteronomy 13 verse 7, Job 28 verse 24, Psalm 48 verse 10, Proverbs 30 verse 4 and other passages. Does a reference to the ends of the earth teach that the earth has an edge and it is therefore flat? We'll take Deuteronomy 13 verse 7 as representative of all the passages. Here Moses warns the people of the gods of the peoples who are around you, whether near you or far off from you, from the one end of the earth to the other. A couple of things can be said about the phrase the ends of the earth to show that it does not refer to a flat earth. First, let's phrase like the four corners of the earth. This is idiomatic. We don't expect people to take us literally, literally when we speak of going back to the drawing board. Neither should we force a literal interpretation on the ends of the earth. When biblical writers speak of the end of the earth, 28 times in the King James Version, they simply are referring to the farthest reaches of the inhabitant world. Second, the phrase the end of the earth at times refers to people, not to land. For example, Psalm 67 verse 7 says, My God bless us still so that the, all the ends of the earth will fear him. In this verse, the ends of the earth references the people who inhabit remote and distant places. See also Psalm 98 verse 3 and Isaiah 45 verse 22. Obviously, in this context, the phrase is metaphorical and cannot be used to depict the earth as having a physical edge. The same phrase used elsewhere should also be considered figurative. The Bible does not teach that the earth is flat. The reference to the earth in the Bible are often not references to planetary earth, but to a portion of dry land bound by water. For example, again, Genesis 1 verse 10 says, God called the dry land earth, and the waters that were gathered together he called seas. 
Earth is mentioned as distinct from seas and cannot refer to Earth as a planet. The same Hebrew word for Earth is used in Deuteronomy 13 verse 7 and the other passages listed above. While the Bible does not teach that the Earth is flat, neither does the Bible explicitly teach that the Earth is spherical, some passages do allow for a spherical Earth, such as Job 26 Verse 7, where he says he stretches out the north over the void and hangs the earth on nothing. And Isaiah 40, verse 22, it is he who sits above the circle of the earth and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretches out the heaven like a curtain and spreads them like a tent to dwell in. In any Event The Bible is far from affirming or naive or unscientific understanding of the earth and the solar system. There is simply no basis for the charge that the Bible teaches a flat earth. Passages that seem to present a flat earth can all be explained when correctly understood. Simply put, men have known the earth was round for centuries and the Bible confirms this truth implicitly. Unfortunately, some Christians have become victims of false teachings and conspiracy theories that misinterpret various scriptures to support bizarre conclusions. To claim of, of a flat earth is one such false teaching. Moreover, we caution every Christian against becoming deceived by false teachings that oppose plain truths and promote novel and sensationalistic myths. Paul says such interests would be evidence of the end times when believers are swept away by false teachings. 2 Timothy 4 verse 3 For the time will come when they will not endure sound, sound doctrine but wanting to have their ears tickled they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires. 2 Timothy 4 verse 4 and will turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. 1 Timothy 6 verse 20 O Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to you. Avoid worldly and empty chatter and the opposing arguments of what is falsely called knowledge. 1 Timothy 6 verse 21 Which some have professed and thus gone astray from the faith. Grace be with you. The popularity of flat earth teaching among a few deceived believers in, is indicative of the enemy's efforts to distract believers from kingdom work with empty chatters to so-called knowledge, which are actually sensationalistic myths. Paul says learning sound doctrine requires endurance, but some would prefer to have their ears tickled. The enemy uses attractive myths like a flat earth to distract believers from the truly important matters of scripture. Therefore, we exhort believers to set aside these matters entirely. Do not waste time in endless and unprofitable arguments on one side or the other of these myths. Return to scripture seeking a meaningful understanding of Christ and your walk with him that will profit you into eternity. I hope you enjoyed um, this last episode and make sure that you aren't one of those who are drawn into 
um, false doctrine and only listen to things that tickles your ears. Until we meet again in Season 5, Shalom.